Tea check, Bible check, Dawn and Steve check. Now your Thursday can begin. Want today's Devo? Then just text Devo to 800-555-7898. Well, as we get rolling on this Thursday morning here, I just want to check on the listeners in Alabama. You guys doing oh. okay this morning? Man, big news coming out of Alabama yesterday as Nick Saban has announced he's retiring, <gasps> hanging up the whistle what? at the age of 72. Oh, well, you knew this day had to come. It had to come eventually, right? Unless they carried him out on a stretcher, which some that are as dedicated to their craft as he is, it wouldn't be surprising. Some thought that might go that certainly, direction. Certainly, but now he said, "I'm nope, I'm going to walk away. Yeah, and now in hindsight, some people are looking back and saying, oh, maybe there's some clues he began to drop along the way this season from the fact that he bought a $17.5 million mansion in Florida <laughs> well, recently. that's a pretty big clue. His family took their delayed 50th wedding anniversary trip. That had been delayed for a while, but yes. like, okay, we're going we're gonna to begin to travel, going to build, build that mansion, buy that mansion. He uh, jogged a victory lap around Denny uh, Bryant-Denny Stadium in October after they beat Tennessee. A little uh, maybe farewell victory lap uh, nod right there. So in hindsight, people are looking back going, oh, maybe he was dropping some clues along the way. I don't know. Wow. And, and for him to do that, because I remember an interview a year or two ago when someone, it seems like it was going into this year but maybe it was too I mean, time flies, right? I remember him saying, what else would I do? Like, this is this is what I know. This is, and I thought, wow. I mean, it's such an honest statement, and I appreciated his honesty. And it also broke my heart because I thought, oh, honey, there's so much more to life. Yeah. Uh, forgive me, even our SEC fans. There is more to life than football. And yet he he just dedicated his life to that and did it oh so well. I don't know that there's anybody better. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, because he certainly changed the game and the landscape of so much when it came to college football. Oh, he did. I mean, he what he did, because of the success he had, all these other coaches who were kind of looking at him and yeah, throwing a little shade at first are like, uh-huh. yeah, they began to adapt his policies and you his think? practices and <laughs> all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And he changed the pay scale of college football. You know, that $17.5 million mansion in Florida probably oh yeah. gives a nod to that. Sure. And you look at the, the golfing world and how now all these golfers are traveling in private jets to go from place to place <laughs> to place. I didn't mean to They can thank Tiger Woods for that. <laughs> yes. Right? In uh, kind of a somewhat similar way, all these college football coaches who are making seven big seven-figure salaries can thank Nick Saban for a lot of that. Uh, Yeah. Hundred percent. It's. I mean, congratulations, Coach Saban, in your retirement. I think that's a great thing. I'm. I'm very happy for him because he has embraced that there will be more to life than football as he goes into this next chapter of his life in a seventeen and a half million dollar mansion in Florida. Did is? Do we know what part of Florida? I'm just kind of curious because uh, you know Florida has Florida has a lot of different. Uh, terrains as does any state but just being down in Tampa and seeing most of that area in the dark because that's when we would get on the bus and go to the basketball game uh, I realized though the first night we arrived the restaurant we went to was right on the water 
and I could see through the trees and see the water there. And I thought, okay, Tampa has a lot of promise. And I know you've been down there and seen during the daylight because we have a station down there and said Tampa's a very beautiful area. Then the Mm -hmm. Panhandle kind of has my affection. I love that area. Yeah, so I'm just super curious. I'm sure it's a lovely place, wherever the $17.5 million mansion is. Oh, yes, absolutely. So he bought the place back in May, and it is an oceanfront estate on Jupiter Island. See? Jupiter Island, where a lot of other big sports stars, celebrities, and, you know, high-profile personalities live. Good for him. Good for him. Now, I, yeah. I, it sounds like I'm saying that ugly, but I'm really not. Good because as I'm thinking about, though, I'm, I'm thinking about where the devotional is taking us today. And so my humanness and my spiritualness are having like this clash of the titans inwardly because I'm thinking about that and, and Saban and all that he's getting ready to walk into in this wonderful career that he's had. And the question about... What are we presently doing to plant holiness in your life? <laughs> right. And see the clash of the titans spiritually. I know you're going to head and help us kind of pull this apart and look at Proverbs 11 today. That's right. Proverbs 11 and verse 18. But he who sows righteousness will have a sure reward. You know, there are many ways to invest our lives, but none offers greater reward than devoting ourselves to the pursuit of righteousness. Every area of our lives should reflect the holiness of God that is ours by salvation. Our thoughts, so that nothing we think about should be inappropriate for a child of God. Our actions, so that our lives demonstrate that we serve a holy God. Our integrity, so that we're above reproach in all our relationships. Now here's the big question. Are you taking God's righteousness in your life for granted? Because righteousness is something you must allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life. Instead of sowing holy thoughts, are you allowing evil and sinful thoughts to grow in your mind? Are you allowing lust to grow unchecked within you? Does enmity or bitterness or jealousy or unforgiveness remain in your life? So, we're going to see problems coming out of that and growing out of that. Because Jesus said we must first seek God and his righteousness and then everything else is going to follow out of that. It's Matthew 6.33. There is great reward in sowing righteousness. So what are you presently doing to plant holiness in your life? First Peter chapter 1, Peter talks about that, that we can plant holiness in our lives. So how are you putting righteousness in your mind so that your thoughts are holy? How are you cultivating righteousness in your relationships so that you maintain integrity? Are you instilling righteousness in your activities so that your life is above reproach? If you want to harvest righteousness in your life tomorrow, we need to plant seeds of righteousness today to engage in that practice, to maintain the discipline of that practice so that those seeds of righteousness will grow into righteous fruit and to do so faithfully. If you want a copy of this morning's devotional, text the word Devo to 800-555-7898 or you'll find it linked on our Facebook page, Don and Steve in the Morning. You know, sometimes people's names are just perfect 
for something that they do. I mean, I think of your name, Don, and hosting a morning show. It, it just works. Don't forget the Ray. Right? I mean, that just absolutely works. Well, there's a different Don. Her name is Don Young. She's 92, and she just broke the Guinness World Record for being the oldest female water skier. Oh, wow. Can you Congratulations, imagine? Congratulations, Miss Dawn. She is out there cruising <laughs> around the beautiful. lakes, being a water skier. Uh, she is described as being an adventure-loving grandma who started skiing back in 1961. And uh, this is out in the kind of Utah-Idaho border, about 100 miles northeast of Salt Lake City. And she's 29 years old, saw people water skiing, thought it looked like fun, thought she'd given it a try. And has been doing that from the age of 29 all the way to 92 now. That is super cool. And I love that people pursue and and stay with their hobbies and their passions. What is even more impressive to me, though, is when somebody in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s picks up a new hobby. Yeah. And, and a new passion and goes after it. I've seen commercials of late where they're saying it's never too late to try something. Right. And I, that inspires me because these decades are, you know, being accomplished in my life. And I sometimes think, well, wait a minute, I'm kind of running out of time if I'm going to try something new. And then you have to learn it. Yeah. Because much like our children, when they try something and they can't get it right immediately and they kind of, you know, for, throw down the drumsticks or whatever and say, I can't do it and not seeing the need to persevere so that you can get better at it. I tend to have that mindset sometimes. If I can't do it right the first time, well, then maybe I'm, I'm just moving not on do it. to <laughs> something else until maybe I find the thing I am good at right out of the gate. But it, that just real quickly with, with Don, the water skiing grandma, she said, that's what water skiing taught her was perseverance. Because at first she struggled to get up on two skis. Sure. Then she mastered that, and then she wanted to be able to slalom or ski on one ski. Oh, yeah. And really struggled with that and eventually got that. So she said water skiing taught her perseverance, and that played out in other areas of her life. So as I think about you saying, what are the things that I might want to do Mm -hmm. in the next chapter of life? I don't know. Maybe if you're not getting out of it right out of the gate, perseverance is a lesson to be learned as you keep trying to cultivate and develop whatever that skill may be. One thing I do know, it doesn't matter how old you are, if you do persevere, you will learn some of it. Yeah. And, I, and I've and i mentioned this bar exercise class that I go to where you use the bar. That was last night. And there's many different ones, but that one is really tough it, it, because they're trying to exercise the muscle in short movements and exhaust the muscle really fast. I... I didn't know when I first got there if I would be able to do it because mm-hmm. flexibility is a thing. I was kind of smiling last night thinking about this many months later and how there was a stretch we were doing last night that I couldn't do 14 months ago. Could not. Like yeah. it was it was comical to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and I can do it now because I persevered. You persevered. Tried something new in my mid-50s. And I thought, okay, this is a great lesson. And it's it's a spiritual lesson. It's a physical lesson. It is um, something that I think you can pass down to the next generation. But here's my question. If you are over 50 and you tried something new and you stuck with it, or maybe it was just a one-off, like you went bungee jumping or something, what is that? What 
new thing have you implemented mm. into your life as you've gotten older? A new skill set, new hobby, new job. Yeah. Jobs are one of those things that muscle memory has to be retrained if you're going to do something different than you've always done. 800-555-7898. Give a call. Briggs will answer the phone. You can give us a text, even through our Facebook page. You can message us, and you're just looking for the names. I I love her name is Dawn Young, the 92-year-old grandma who's skiing. I, the the best thing is when you have a profession or you're in a season of life and it kind of works with your name, but your name is real. Like our boss, yeah. our station manager, Scott Thunder, nobody believes that's his real name. Oh, I called him on it years. The very first time I met him was in Chicago years and years ago. And I did not believe that that was not just a made up radio name. You're in the majority, yeah. friend, because nobody, everybody questions his name. And it is his given name, his family name, his dad's last name is Thunder Small. Yeah. He pulled out his driver's license and said, look at this. <laughs> like, okay, all right, my bad. And, and same with my name. My name is a given name. Mine's a family name. I was named after my grandpa. Who knew but God that I would end up in morning radio? Yeah. It's just kind of one of those funny things. And, and yet, as you get older and you whether you change your name, name, which most of us don't, uh, I would just so love to know what you have taken on as a new, a new thing. You're learning something new and it didn't, you didn't let age stop you from doing it. I like it. 800-555-7898 to call or text in this morning. That's 800-555-7898. Don and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. That's the number, 800-555-7898. Sorry, we're, I'm supposed to be talking, but I'm too busy trying to figure out what my brain is saying, which is way different than, than, than what we're reality. talking about on the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, brain, come on. Yes, we're, uh, we are talking. What I learned after 50 was that you can no longer trust your memories, at least in my world. That is, <laughs> that is the problem. But in the immediate, what's going on? do that all day long so something that you have tried that's different that you started after a certain age yeah. that's what we want to know well pat appreciate your text this morning yes. you said that you're 70 and you have been learning to do some home improvements on your own i love this drywall repair painting switching out electrical outlets and light fixtures nothing too serious with electrical you say just minor but all doable with youtube come on youtube is fantastic yes for learning new things i keep hearing that even though i've not really made that work for me i do hear i even watched somebody work on our ceiling fans and i guess he had not done what we needed done before and he had his phone out and he was oh yeah youtube which you know at some point you kind of go wait well, you don't know how to do that but hey Who cares, right? You're learning. YouTube will teach you. You got to do it once. Exactly. I learned years ago. I don't really do this anymore, but years ago in a previous job, I was doing a lot of video production and editing. Mm -hmm. And I learned video editing and production on YouTube. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, you just pull up this as the software I'm using on YouTube and how do I do this? And you play the video a little bit, pause it, do that. Yes. Okay. Yep. Go back to the video, press play, watch that, go back and do that. And it was kind of cool. I'm... Uh, somewhat self-taught. I mean, you're somebody's teaching you sure. through video, but there's a lot of just kind of self-taught to that. And right now, uh, I mentioned this before, our 10-year-old got drums for Christmas. Yes. And he'll ultimately take drum lessons somewhere. But right, we've started with drum lessons online on YouTube. 
Makes sense. And it's kind of cool. If it's available, why not use it? It may be something that you've learned on YouTube, something you jumped into, and yet it was new to you. We want to know, Ben, my hubby, <laughs> you texted and said, you were 54 when you went scuba diving for the first time. That's true. And you loved it. Yeah. And the very first time he went, you went. Oh, it was so cool. It was my first time, too. And uh-huh. it, it was amazing. You Love guys, to do that again. And and Hannah, our baby, who uh, was that three years ago now? So three years ago, she would have been 14. Yeah. And the three of you guys went and had a great time. That is not something I care to do, but I love that you all enjoy it. Once you figure out how to kind of do the ear thing, the yes. equalizing the pressure in your ears, it's amazing. Mm. Until you get that down, it's potentially painful. Oh, very but painful. yeah, very cool once you can figure that out. Appreciate uh, this text this morning from area code 404. He said at the age of 57, he started a barbecue sauce company. What? Called So Good Barbecue Sauce. Wayne. Yes. Man, so good you don't even need meat, he said. <laughs> going to be 65 <laughs> this year. I'm just picturing spoonfuls of barbecue sauce. Uh, uh, listen, yep. <laughs> and is there a spicy version, Wayne? I need to know. Uh, <laughs> this is cool. You're in Georgia this morning. Uh, that See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and Pat, what you're doing... When I remember the first time Ben, so we were raised, our dads, they did not teach us how to do things like switch out electrical things and, you know, plumbing, didn't know any of that. At one point, Ben said, I, we can't call a repair person every time I'm going to tackle something. And I remember being so impressed the first time. And this was kind of before YouTube even took off and had all the instruction it does. But he figured it out. And now he does things around the house. And I'm like, that is so counter to how we were raised. Uh, I appreciate that he jumped in there and started doing things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 57, starting a barbecue sauce company. And now at 65. You are full on in it. 800-555-7898 to join this conversation. You can call. You can text. Appreciate, uh, Wayne, you throwing your name in there. That's super helpful. What is going on in your life as you get older that's new to you? We'd love to hear about it. 92-year-old skiing grandmother. Mm -hmm. That's our inspiration this morning. Getting a little bit older, we won't define it as age other than a number. You're helping me out in that. But wanting to know what you've tried, what's different, something that maybe was outside the status quo. We looked at a 92-year-old who is still water skiing. Now, she started when she was 29, but she persevered and is still using this skill set. It could be that you tried something new, though. Tara, you're in Tallahassee. You said that in your 50s, you really recently came to know the lord that's awesome oh doesn't your heart just (laughs) swell hearing that there's almost nothing like it's a a worshipful moment when you hear a testimony like that where you just want to pause and give thanks to the lord and you said i don't know how i got through all the previous years without him sis we're so grateful that we get to walk this journey together Mm -hmm. it's such a beautiful reminder that the lord is still at work Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the things that I think gets both of us, I'm going to speak for you, I think safely for a second here, it says it's one of the things that gets both of us out of bed in the morning. Yes, sir. To come in here and to do this is to be able to talk about the Lord and to invite people to begin a relationship with Him if they don't know Christ. And if they do, hopefully to just encourage each of us 
to think a little bit about what it would look like to pursue him and to grow in our relationship with him. We talked about growing in righteousness as we got going early this morning. And what does that look like for us to grow in righteousness together? Hope that as you listen to Moody Radio, you're encouraged to take that next step in your walk with Christ. And if you don't know him, man, we hope that today might be the day, like Tara, where you would say, I want to know Jesus. Yes. I want to know his forgiveness. I want to know what it looks like to know him, be in relationship with him, and to spend eternity with him. And that could be your reality today. Oh, you could know him in this next instant. And we have a link that will help you understand what it means as we use words like know Jesus and the sin nature that we all have, repenting and turning from that, trusting him for that salvation. Here's the link, mymoodyradio.org. The upper right-hand corner, you're going to see where it says how to know Christ. mymoodyradio.org how to know Christ. Oh, Tara, thank you for sharing that this morning. Thank you for your stories about things that are new to you. It doesn't matter how old you are, we can always learn something new.